Welcome everybody to the Symbol Podcast. We are Symbol Athletica. We are the brand for the purpose-driven. We stand for people that stand for something. Symbol, the representation of meaning. Athletica, the culture built around challenge and movement. Does that idea of culture resonate with you? Well, if it does, we believe that if there's anybody with the capacity to change this world and make it a better place, it's people just like you. My name is Earl Mann, and I am thankful to be your host on this conversation today. And I thank the universe for bringing me your way. So as I remember, the story was told hundreds and hundreds of years ago in ancient times at the Olympics. People used to do the high jump forward. Now, if you know what the high jump is, is when people run to the bar, bar is pretty high, and they jump over it and they flip over it backwards. But in the early, early days of this event, people used to run and literally jump over it forward, like basically dive across the bar forward. And there was a gymnast just sitting there having lunch, just watching them train. He was taking a break from his training, watching these jumpers train and watching these jumpers try to cross this bar and seeing how high they could jump. And he made the comment, he made the comment that when he does a backflip and doing a somersault, he actually gets as high as they get trying to jump over the bar. And supposedly, as the story is told, that was the insight that changed that game forever. So today's conversation is about just that, what I've come to call the outside perspective. The outside perspective. How you can leverage the power of that to possibly change the game you're in. So, the outside perspective. This is an idea that actually was started to formulate with me um, early in my career. Um, early in my career, I had a, a sequence of, of events happen that helped shape and form the foundation of my philosophy that eventually became part of the foundation of my career planning and my career path. So basically, one of my very first um, private industry jobs, this was post the military service, I was selling online market research and business information. In fact, we were one of the first companies to take it online. But that was basically because the internet was just going online. <laughs> but two things came from that job experience that formed, had a fundamental shaping of my personal philosophy. The two things were basically two, uh, a result of two different things that I was doing, two activities I was taking. One was because I sold this business information, market research, I had access to it, which meant anything that I was curious about, I could jump into. And, and that's what I did. I did it all the time. Anything I was remotely curious about, I would research. I would look in and see what, what the data was on about that, what the companies were involved in that, what the industries was doing in that. And what I found was that the more I fed my mind, the hungrier it got. It's ironic how that works, right? The more you feed your brain, the hungrier you get, right? It's like the one appetite that the more you try to satiate, the bigger it gets. 
But the more I learned about things, the more things that were uncovered that I realized I wanted to learn about. So it just became this hobby of mine as just feeding and following this rabbit hole of curiosity. Um, even on my off time, even on the weekends, I would find myself going down some tunnel of curiosity. So that was one of the behaviors that would start to set the foundation. The second thing is that um, it just worked out that we sold this service horizontally across industries, which meant, you know, I would have multiple appointments on in some days, but they were all over the board in terms of industry. We did not sell to a specific industry. So in the morning, I could be selling to a manufacturing company. In the middle of the day, I could be selling to an association of some sort. And by the end of the day, I could be selling to biotech. And then the next day, I could be selling to a defense contractor in the morning. By noon, I'm selling to um, some type of pharmaceutical company. By the afternoon, I'm selling to um, an automotive company. It just was all over the board. Advertising, I mean, it's just everything. Every type of company or industry you can think of during, a, during my tenure in this company, I probably met with multiple companies in that industry. But then I started to realize through, all, through the combination of these two activities, um, and as I would sit there and I would, you know, ask questions, trying to find out what types of problems they were trying to solve, what did they need the business information and market research for, what problems they were trying to solve. Then what dawned on me was that some problems that exist, existed in some things that they were trying to solve in, let's just say, industry A, it's a brand new problem they're trying to solve in industry A, might have been a problem that has been solved decades ago in industry B. I just realized that every different company and every different industry were working at different paces, but many of them were working around problems that had already been solved by people outside of their industry. And then what I started to do was to share those inf information or insights, so share information across industry. And that went a very long way to me establishing a brand of... Um, I, I don't know if it was, it was it was perceived to be intelligence, but it was probably more um, accurately insightful, but it wasn't self-generated insight. I was just sharing insight gathered from someplace else. So it was still valuable and it turned out to be extremely valuable. And I that became a core part of my philosophy, pulling information, you know, looking for an understanding in different places, people that really are smart about certain things and just understand and, and just interacting with them, having them explain what they do, just, just talk about what that focus is. And then I, it became apparent when you're talking to other people where there were synergies. Somebody has, somebody's already working on something very similar that they're trying to work on. And I, and I, and I became very adept at cross-pollinating people with this information sharing strategy. So um, that philosophy has served me over the years and I actually encourage other people to do, I encourage people to do the same thing. That's why I always encourage people to learn new things or more specifically, talk to people that are experts in things that you are not. So right now I've built the habit. I'm naturally drawn to people 
that are passionate about things. One is because they have distinctions about what they are involved in that average people will not have. Um, when I talk to a guy that's a, a fanatic about working on Corvettes, I have an old Corvette, and I, I, my, one uh, mechanic that was my mechanic for years, or maybe a decade or so, um, and simply because he was so passionate about that specific car. But when you, when I would meet with him, I would just have, I would just talk about what he was passionate about. And he would tell me things and talk about things, and, and the things I would learn um, were just incredibly useful. And some of the things he would point out, and some of the tactics and things, and he, you know, having done this for forty years of his life. And, you know, later in life, in a different place with different people, some of those things, you just remember some ideas and some things that are, that are just useful. And when you, when you build a habit of doing this, you, what, what happens is what, one of the things we're really good at as humans, one of the things our brain is really, really, really good at, might be the primary function, is pattern recognition. We are constantly seeking patterns. We are constantly looking for in our environment patterns. We are seeking them out. Um, and we identify them. And we, when we find them, we can, we can identify them and we, we can remember them. And that's why, and those are the things we are e essentially sharing. Because you, you can recognize a pattern in one place forming in another place. So you can recognize one pattern in one environment you can see that same pattern in another environment. And if you know how people, if you know what that pattern is doing in one environment, then you, be, you are able to predict what that pattern might do in another environment. So it's a combination of a lot of things going on. But I think the practical application of this idea is to be very, very um, open-minded and seek out um, relationships with people that are passionate and expert in things that you are not. That should be easy for most of us, right? Because most of us are only expert at a few things. And there are tons of people out there, What means there are tons of people that we can come in contact and bring into our network that are both passionate and expert in different areas. And you just want to have some casual conversations with these people. Understand, hey, what, what are you so excited about? What are the things that what do you see the future of that is? How did you get involved in that? What are the, you know, you just have these regular conversations and believe it or not, you're, 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 you're adding to your library of patterns. You're adding to your library of potential patterns and you are making connections in the background. You don't have to do it on purpose. In fact, most of the time it was never by design. I'm just sitting in a meeting and then when, once they started to describe things and they started to describe the I could see the pattern forming and then I could say, oh, that's like X. And everybody looks at you like you're a rock star, like you're some type of insightful genius because it's a, it's a non-obvious relationship to them because it comes from someplace, a different domain. So to me, when we use the common phrase that everybody thinks is a good piece of advice and I do as well, you know, we are encouraged to think out of the box think outside of the box. What most people take that to mean, and I did for a very long time, was, hey, what that means is you're, you're, you're in this box, but you need to think a different way in this box. And if you can, that's going to be innovative and super valuable. And I think that's what most people think. That's why most people don't really know how to do that. When, when, people, when people tell you, hey, go, you need to think out of the box. It sounds great and it sounds cool and sexy and all that, but most people don't really know, okay, well, well how do I do that? 
And what I'm actually suggesting is maybe what that means is we're in this box and what we do is we bring thoughts or ideas, we bring ideas into this box that were generated outside of the box. So it is an idea from outside of the box and it is result of thinking outside of the box, but it's the result of somebody else thinking outside of the box we're in, if that makes sense. To me, that made a ton of sense, and I built a whole, and still am. I still functionally do that now. It's just in the background of my personal habits I've built over time. I surround myself. I constantly gather people that are passionate and expert on all kind of different things. And as you talk to them and learn about the things they're going through and how their industry or companies have evolved, I know that I am picking up patterns and picking up things that I will, that I may one day put together in this way, in this I may regurgitate or bring back the patterns I learned from them, but when I bring it back in an environment that's different than the environment that was created, it's, it's going to be a new, unique innovation or new, unique perspective. So hopefully that gave you, you some ideas. Um, at some point in your life, somebody's probably looked at you or you've probably even given advice to somebody. You know, you need to think out of the box. Or, you know, we need to think out of the box. But you had no real functional way to actually do what you just said. You didn't, you know, when you say, hey, go think out of the box right now. What do you do? How do you do that? Well, now you have a framework, you have a paradigm, you have a, you have a, a thing that you can, you can, you have context that you can take some action on. You can say, now you can say, oh, you know what I probably need to do then is I need to just increase my conversations and information flow and talk to people from outside of the box that I'm, I'm in. And with the intent of looking for useful things that I can apply in the box that I'm in. And in that moment, I will actually be um, leveraging thoughts outside, from outside of the box. Leveraging thoughts from outside of the box. So that is the outside perspective. That is the outside perspective. Um, probably should be called thinking outside of the box. Probably more accurate, but it's the same thing to me. It's the same thing to me, outside of the box. A perspective that was born or has a genesis outside of the box being applied in the box, I'm arguing is functionally you acting as if you're thinking from outside of the box. <laughs> so if you uh, see value in this and you think you might know somebody that might g- gain um, from the conversation on thinking outside of the box or if somebody ever tells you, hey, you need to think out of the box, you might want to tell them about the conversations we're having here at Symbol Athletica. You might want to invite them to check out a couple of podcasts. You never know when they might like our vibe and want to join our conversational tribe. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. And I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. <laughs>